the program is really designed to, one, foster some communication between the landlord and the tenant. Uh, at least it's my opinion that one of many reasons why our eviction rate is so high is because the way the court has always functioned is people come in, we follow the law, the contracts broke, the lease agreements broke, there's an eviction. If it's fault of the tenant, then it doesn't always work out that way. But there's really hasn't been an opportunity. Sometimes communications break down and that's what causes lawsuits. And I'm well aware of that, just having a lot of experience in different courts and with different cases. So this program, we've hired a full-time mediator and we're about ready to hire before October 1st, a court navigator and a housing specialist. So the way this is going to function is there are three different models. The National Center of State Courts offers. I don't know what model we're going to use yet. We're still debating that back and forth. It's my preference to use a pre-filing model. So say, for example, the landlord isn't getting paid they'd be able to come in. We could get them in relatively quickly in front of a mediator and find out what the problems and what the realities of their situation are before having to file and before having to spend valuable resources on filing fees and court costs and everything else. You know, sometimes all it takes is to have two people sit across the table and talk about what their problems are to resolve these issues. A lot of evictions happen because of non-payment in that situation we would have to figure out if payment was going to be a possibility anytime soon. Certainly landlords depend on rent to pay their mortgages and expenses. So they can't have somebody living for months and months at a time without paying their rent. And certainly families and people need a place to live. So to break this down in the simplest form, the mediator would hopefully try to come up with a resolution. Is there going to be payment by a certain date? Or if there's not going to be a payment, when is the transition going to take place? Because certainly a tenant can't stay on a property and just not pay their rent. So if they pick a transition date, our housing court specialist would act as more of a social worker. This person will be working with our community partners to help transition the person that's moving into a new residence, hopefully in the same area. That would be the goal. What concerns me about all the evictions really is all these evictions really create issues when you have especially parents with young children or school-age children or even high school children. You know, they're being bounced all around town or all around the area, or maybe they have to move out of the area, but they have no stability. I know when I was growing up, I lived in one home about from since the time I was born until I graduated from high school. Some of the kids that, that I see in the eviction cases, their parents have lived three, four, five places. So it's very disruptive in their life. So the goal the housing court specialist would have would be to find somewhere they could afford, hopefully within that same community and same school district. So even though the, the children would have to and the family would have to change homes, they wouldn't have to move somewhere far away. And at the same time, they wouldn't they wouldn't be in a, a situation where they found themselves either staying with relatives or even worse, being homeless. Certainly from the person who might be evicted from their point of view, this sounds like a, a pretty big win for them. Maybe they'll get the opportunity to find someplace safe to stay that they can afford, even if they can't stay in that one place. It also sounds to me, because I've talked to people that have been landlords in this area, and they say, well, you know, we need to evict somebody because they're tearing up the place or they're not paying or 
whatever, but it's going to cost us so much money to evict them. We have to think twice about doing that. It's kind of hard on both ends. One, the landlord needs the money, like you said, and going to court can be an expensive and big hassle, a problem for them. So it does sound like it could be a win-win for both sides. Well, that's my goal. As a court, I am certainly not pro-landlord and I'm not pro-tenant. I just want to solve or at least assist in solving the problem that we have here in Greater Akron. And there's no reason why we should have the highest eviction rate in the state. When you are, I mean, obviously you hear a lot of these cases. Are you at least getting a common thread when you hear the people talk about why it is that they can't pay? Is it because they lost their job? Is it because of health problems? some other kind of dislocation, divorce? I mean, what what seems to be, if there is any, is there any common thread, do you think? Most of the situations I see, sometimes the tenant doesn't even show up, which kind of tells me they know they're going to get evicted and they don't bother showing up, or they, in some situations, maybe they just can't get down here. I, I don't really know. A lot of times people do have very sad situations. I mean, they have you know health problems where they really have lost their jobs and they're at the house and they're sick. Unfortunately, I had a case not too long ago. There was a stay requested. This woman, she had some type, I believe it was cancer, couldn't leave her house and couldn't go to work anymore. And now here we are having to evict this person. Well, as a judge, I feel terrible kicking out an ill person from their residence, but being sick or losing your job or being down on your luck really isn't a defense to being evicted. So, I mean, I have to follow the law. So in that situation, I can't grant a stay. I can't have them stay there for free at a landlord's property without paying rent. And nor should the landlord have to deal with that because they have to pay their mortgage on the house and the expenses and everything else. So at least I feel like with this navigator position and with the housing court specialist, when you have a situation like this, you know, we would be able to even communicate with them, even if it was over the phone. And we would have somebody here to work on finding somewhere for them to go. And I'm not saying that it's going to work 100% of the time, but I'm pretty confident it's really going to help. Is there anything that you'd like to add that maybe I have neglected to ask? This is a grant-funded program. I believe it's going to benefit landlords because, you know, uh, my hopes is to have a model where they're able to sit with the mediator pre-filing and save on the filing fee. I really feel like it's going to benefit tenants because even if they do have to transition, there's going to be people here at the court that's going to help them transition in a humanely way. I believe it's going to be a benefit for the landlord because if there's a situation and the mediator sees that there's no possibility that rent's able to be paid or there's other kinds of problems between the parties, we will be able to have this transition take place and hopefully the tenant continues to take care of the property while they're there. Unfortunately, I see a lot of cases where the landlord goes to evict the tenant and the tenant just, it's the wintertime, they turn the heat off or they leave the water running or, you know, they're angry because they don't want to leave the house and they're destructive to the house. So I think all these things, I think this program will make things better. And that's the whole goal. We're always good stewards of grant money. Uh, so we're going to use it wisely. And my goal is this is going to be a long-term program. I think that after two or three years, when we compile the data that we're going to keep, and we could show that it really helps, we either apply for more grant funds 
or we try to expand the budget a little bit at the court because it's a very important issue and it affects so many people. It's going to get started when you're hiring people now, right? So you figure what after the first of the year? Yes, we're finished with interviews. We're almost ready to make some offers on two of the positions and we've already filled the mediator position. So uh, beginning of October, we're going to be laying out the platform. 